Hi guys, happy Tuesday. I'm going to jump right on it because I'm here with a very special guest. I am so excited to talk to her. I have 10 million questions as usual. Her name is Christina Fleck. She's the CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup. So yeah, we have to talk about makeup too because I'm a makeup whore. And she's a very successful businesswoman. And we have something in common that she just found out. But first, let me say hi. Hi, Christina. I'm great. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and doing this. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. I really appreciate it. And as I told you before we started, Cat on the Loose is always very organic. I never edit what we say. So whatever comes out is what people listen to. I no, but you know what? I appreciate you doing it so much because I think people miss you know, just more of real things and less edited things because there's so much Absolutely. fake and phoniness out there on social media. So I try to keep my conversations with my guests very real. So I like to say thank you so much for being game and doing this. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. All right. So let's start. I mean, I don't even know because you're super successful. You created this makeup line. But before we talk about the makeup line, we found out we have something in common. I, I, I found out when I read your bio, and I think you just found out when I, we just started talking. You lost your husband in 2018. Yes, I did. He was a very successful uh, professional athlete, correct? Yes, he was. Um, and I know your story is public, but if you don't want us to, to say your name, his name, that's totally fine. No, no, it's fine. My husband is Ken Flack, and he was the number one tennis player in the world with his partner, Rob Seguso. Amazing. Uh, yeah, they won a gold medal in Seoul and Wimbledon's, mm. and they were on the Davis Cup team, and they were very, very amazing. Incredible. So, and coincidentally, I also lost my husband in 2018. I'm so sorry. I I and like that blew me away. Right. Yeah. And he was not an athlete, but he was a very successful businessman. And they died from different things. But let's start since this is a, a dating and relationship podcast. I want and you 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 have done a grief counseling, right? I went to grief camp and yes, I have done um Yes, I've worked with different people to um, manage and learn how to deal with grief. Yeah, and so. I started speaking about grieving in a positive way. Uh -huh. I think most people deal with grief in a very doom and gloom negative way. And I feel that a great way to honor your loved ones is to be doing, you know, positive things. Uh, it doesn't mean that I'm not sad or I don't miss my husband and my I lost my son, Bo, as well. Oh, I my miss, God. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. I, you know, miss yeah. them both terribly, but I feel like a really great way to honor them. I started um, an educational fund at the Northern Lights School in um, Oakland, California. I created the Baby Bow Fund. And then after Ken passed, I started the Ken Flack Educational Fund. And so it's uh, at a, a private school predominantly for minority children that are all there on most of them there, 90% are on scholarship. Um, and so I wanted nutrition and, and education are incredibly important to me. Oh, yes. And so I wanted to honor them both and, you know, remember them by helping other people. And I feel that, you know, my son, Ben, Bo's twin, um, there's a celebrity golf tournament every year 
and my husband played in it. My husband was a big golfer after he retired from tennis. Um, and my kids all golf. Uh, my son, Bo, my son, Ben, uh, <laughs> played last month in the tournament and he raised $36,000. Oh, that's amazing. Raised, yeah. And he's raised over a hundred thousand since he started doing this like five wow. years ago, I think. That is and super cool. What's so extraordinary is that the $36,000 may not seem like a lot of money, but it's oh my God. three kids to go to private school for an entire year. Yeah. No, listen, I think any contribution is just a phenomenal way, a great way to channel, like you said, all this sadness and this bad energy. So I have a question for you because I know I, we've been through it and it's extremely painful. It's impossible to explain in words. I didn't have kids, but I lost my mom. And then a year later, I lost my husband. Uh, yeah. And then my life collapsed. And my catharsis was, I'm going to write a book about it. But I also, in my case, I decided maybe I should go and date. And I'm going to get to my question in a second. In my case, now looking back, I think I did that too soon because I was so fragile. I got tangled up with a bunch of really bad men that would like make believe they wanted to help me and loved me and liked me, but they just made the situation so much worse. And that's actually how I started the podcast. I started the podcast venting about all this horrible dating and relationships after not having a husband anymore. So my question to you is, what would you say to women like us out there that lost their partners um, and they're not sure, should I go and, and date someone, try to find another partner right away? Or is it a good idea to take a break and learn how to be on your own first? What is your first opinion all, on that? I, I want you to know that, you know, after you've been in a, in a marriage and a happy marriage, that's your normal place, right? And when you went trying to date, you're just trying to get back to a place that feels normal and good and safe. So don't judge yourself so harshly. It's, it's very normal to do that. Um, I think everyone's different. Um, there's no, you know, I went to this grief camp at Canyon Ranch and I don't think there's, they say that no one's grief is worse than anyone else's. True. I think that, you know, we, we are so harsh on ourselves and we would never be this harsh on anyone else other than, you know, I would never, you would never treat me the way you're <laughs> beating the hell out of yourself, right? <laughs> And I think, you know, I, I just know that with the grief, like, I'm not going to tell you, no, don't date for a year. I, everyone's different. You have to do it. You may meet the perfect person. Who knows? Um, but it's just, you know, I, I, I felt like after my husband, well, I already had experienced grief after my son had passed away. And it was very, very dark and difficult. My first marriage ended, um, you know, and I started taking, like, sleeping pills to just cope oh. for like a month and uh, then my friends were like okay you're not a pill popper like get your shit together and so <laughs> yeah I started going back to drinking my green juice going you know working out every day going to yoga meditating hiking um because I know that with my children and my business and everything else I can't go off the deep end I just can't because then yeah. they're gonna go off the deep end and I so true so I knew that after Ken died, I had to really 
not even go down that road. I had to like go up a notch of my discipline, being so disciplined. So I, you know, worked out like twice a day. You know, I would go to yoga, Pilates, ride my horse, go hike. I would do something twice a day to just keep my nerves calm. I would make sure not to get too tired or too hungry or too thirsty because mm -hmm. everything yes. is magnified. So oh my God, so true. You're, you're tired or hungry or something. So yeah. I really try to manage what I could manage. And, you know, you have to, everyone needs to breathe in a different way. You know, I worked with, um, you know, different healers. I you know, worked with energy healers, I worked with therapists, and, and that did help. And, and honestly, the only thing that really helps, you never get over losing someone. Yeah, I, I agree. I get over yeah. losing my husband or losing my son. I agree completely. But I learned to yeah. manage it, Yeah. right? And I think that's the only thing you can do. I, I was on this radio show on Sirius, I was on the Doctor Channel on Sirius Radio like a couple years ago, and I heard the woman, I was waiting to go on, and I heard the woman saying like, oh, we have this guest, you know, Christina Flack, you know, she didn't say my name, she just said, oh, we have this woman on, she's had, she's got the most tragic life. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder who that is. Yeah. And she said my name. And I was shocked. And so when I came on, I said, <laughs> wow, um, I'm really, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to uh, politely disagree with you. I do not have a tragic life. I've had yeah. tragedies. But my life is not tragic. I've had a million miracles and a million <laughs> fantastic things. And um, so yeah. I'm sorry I disagree with you. So <laughs> it's funny how someone could see my life as tragic when I, I don't see that at all. And I, you know, that would mean I give up and I don't, I don't give up. Yeah. And I think there is, I personally think there's a big difference between having tragedy in our lives. Yes. Losing someone we love is very tragic and having a tragic life and i love your attitude because it's all about finding happiness in different things and i completely agree i don't think you ever get over it losing someone i've had so many people tell me oh time will heal da, da, da. and i think it's very personal but i don't think you get over losing a son or losing a mom or losing somebody that you spend 15 years with but you kind of heal and you get used to it. And you, 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 in my case, I don't know if it's your case, it becomes uh, good memories and soothing memories. And yeah, and then you find strength in still being alive. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to honor that person that was in my life in different ways, right? Absolutely. Now, let me ask you a question. I got a ton of backlash because I never stopped working. In my case, since I don't have kids, every time I lost someone, I just work more and more and more. And because my work is so public, like I would do a photo shoot or I would be on Instagram or I would be doing the, the podcast and I literally get dozens of emails telling me, oh my God, you're not suffering. You're such an ice queen. You're such a bitch. I can't believe you're doing post, posting pictures and you just lost your mom and you just lost your husband and you just, and they didn't understand, like they don't see the pain, right? If you put makeup or a brave face, they think everything is fine. But in my case, it was just a, a coping mechanism to just jump into work. How about you? Know, you? I did that same thing. Yeah. I remember right after my husband passed, my agent called to check on me a couple days later. And I said, 
because my happy place, just like you, is my work, being on a photo shoot. So I told her, I'm like, I don't know where you're going to pull a shoot out of, but have someone hire me. I don't even care if they pay me. I just need to go do a shoot. So seven days after he passed, I went and did a photo shoot, and I was a disaster. I broke down crying, and I'm like, what am I doing here? It was just, it was awful. But I was, again, just trying to get back to my normal because I always feel good and confident on a shoot. Uh, And I think... You know, that's all we're trying to do is just find our new normal. Yeah. And that's the process you have to go through finding your new normal. And then you have to get used to I you know, I have five children, I have five stepchildren and a husband, and like I'm used to being around all these people. And then all of a sudden I was an empty nester. I had one child that I share with my ex husband and you know, that that's you know, in school that's little still. And it was like, Oh my gosh, I I I, I haven't been alone in years and so I was on a hike one day by myself and I just remember hearing my I would have these conversations in my head with my husband I could hear him talking to me and I know he was uh him just looking saying I it, it kills me to watch you so sad and crying in bed and I can't comfort you and I just thought oh my gosh how would that feel to me if I was looking down on him or my children yes agree with you and I think it's important that you're saying that because the message that we should send people is that you shouldn't feel guilty about trying to rebuild your life and being happy again right and I felt guilty many times because of these messages that I got people felt that I should be putting on a certain face and I should be doing certain things and they didn't understand that you know, basically, if you lock yourself at home crying, like sometimes it just collapses. I think it's funny that we in our culture think being miserable is really grieving. I, I just think yes. it makes no sense to me. Obviously, yes. our loved ones are not going to be feeling like, oh, how much love they have, much love we have <laughs> for them because we're miserable. Yeah. I mean, that makes no sense at all. I agree. And honestly, because I have my children. And I have a business partner. I can't go off the deep end because you know what? I am a makeup artist besides being a CEO. No one is going to want to hire me if I have a negative doom and gloom attitude. Oh my God, exactly. I know we lose all the clients. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how long after he passed away, you decided, okay, I feel like I'm ready to date again. 
you know, I went out with some friends that I knew that like were not that, that were in my world that I that were good friends and I went out with a bit, but I really wasn't ready um, for a while. Well, quite a while. I've had I've been seeing the same person for over two years. Oh, now. that's nice. Um, he's super private. I've uh-huh. never actually even acknowledged that I am seeing anyone. <laughs> yeah. on the so it's the first time. <laughs> he's um, gonna be happy that you did. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he really has helped heal my heart. You know, and, you know, I feel like my husband actually has sent him because there are so many similarities in them. Well, that's amazing. You know, they're, they're very, very similar, and um, in some ways, you know, and so it, you know, it's great having someone. I, I, I like having a partner. I like having someone that you yeah. know. We have dinner. We work out. You know, we are together. It, it is a very nice feeling. But you know, again, timing is everything, and you know, finding the right person that fits you, you know, because there's people out there that don't. And yes, it's awful. Oh. Like, you, you know, being with the wrong person is worse than awful. I agree. Tell me about it. That, Like I said, that's how the podcast started. And I learned through the process of doing the podcast and listening to myself talk about all these wrong men, that it's completely okay to be happy alone. Yeah, but you know what? It's not, it's, it's so funny. I just heard, interview on the radio earlier this morning how you know we're saying all these we have to be in a good place to attract someone yes so when we're in a good place we're going to attract someone fantastic absolutely yes you know those bad people are coming to us because we're not supposed to be with them right yeah there you go yeah i think first we need to be super happy with ourselves that's what i've been trying to do uh enjoy do do what you love whether it's work hobbies charity make your life rich and yeah i think that just makes the chances of attracting the right person much much greater now uh, your your makeup business did you have that before while while you oh so it's something oh my god awesome so this is something that kept you going after losing your husband and everything? After I lost my son, I just let my company kind of just float. I really didn't care about it for quite a long time. And then after I, um, you know, I still was working with it, but not as aggressively as I do normally and like I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I met my husband and we got, you know, we got married, I just was in a really good mental place to really start attacking my business again and getting out there but you know the makeup industry has changed so much yeah in the last 10 years that when i started there was no facebook instagram influencers it's right a totally different thing like all i dealt with were you know my my agent my publicist and then beauty editors at the magazines and other you know publicists and, and you know celebrities obviously that's you had much more contact with celebrities you could get you know it was much easier. You could, you know, send someone product. Mm-hmm. They would say they used it, they liked it, and it was no big deal. Now you have to pay someone like a trillion dollars <laughs> to, to, to say they use your product. And, yeah. you know, it was so much fun, like going to New York and L.A. to meet with these beauty editors with the magazines. And Yeah, it was know, it definitely was easier. so different now. So you have to kind of roll, you know, ride the waves. I read a really great book 
um, when I was at grief camp. Actually, the woman that wrote the book was in charge of it. Her name was Rabbi Sherry Hirsch. She actually lives in Los Angeles. Um, she's a rabbi, and she wrote the book, We Plan and God Laughs. And my Interesting. had met this amazing man. Yeah. My career and my kids, everything's fantastic. And then everything wasn't. Everything was an absolute disaster. Yes. And you learn with life. Absolutely. To ride the waves. Yes. I have a yeah. saying that I don't even remember where I saw it once and I never forgot. Life is what happens while we are planning life. Oh, that's a good one. Because really <laughs> we're one. planning, 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 and you get so derailed. So many things happen. And I think the survivors are the people that learn how to adapt, right? Yeah. It's I have, interesting. Yeah. I, you know, we always think these things are happening to us, but they're actually happening for, for us. us. Yeah, now, I agree. I don't think that my husband passing was helpful to my life. No, yeah. I have had to learn to, you know, there's a great quote, you know, we there's like post-traumatic shock. And I think there's post-traumatic growth. You yeah. can have incredible I have had incredible growth in the last Oh my God, years. yes. I you agree. Know, I, yeah. I have learned me too. to, you know, learn to be by myself when I haven't mm -hmm. normally wanted to. Um and I've learned to do things on my own that I would normally not have to do. Yeah. But it has made me a stronger, better person and a better partner for my person. You know, he is very independent. You know, I am kind of like blue. I want to be with him every second. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, he's kind of taught me like, you know, I need to, mm -hmm. we need to do things a bit, not always together. Yeah. And which so, is a good idea for couples. I think yeah, to have your own space. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, you know, he has taught me things. <laughs> <laughs> well you look amazing it looks like you're in a great place and you have a great guy and he's going to be super happy that you you said you are in a happy long-term relationship and and i'm that's amazing i'm super happy for you hopefully well, i'm, I'm next now that's next question i asked that question to all of my guests and we never come to like a solid conclusion do oh, you think most men are intimidated by women such as yourself, powerful, successful, independent, career-oriented, like us, or that's baloney? I think the right man, like, <laughs> the right man likes this. Yeah. Not every man can handle, you know, I have an added thing besides that I have, you know, had a great career and everything. We have the added factor of my husband being a famous athlete, yeah. which can be very intimidating for a lot of men. True. And true. so I think that, the, again, the right man is okay with that. But there are a lot of men that are going to be very intimidated by my husband's, you know, career and who he was and our relationship. We had a great relationship. We had a very happy marriage. And I'm not saying there weren't bumps sometimes, but it was a very loving relationship. And so I think... The right man can handle me and my husband that's passed away. But it, it's not yeah. for every man, I have to tell you. He's got to be pretty tough, you know? And, and, and my guy, he's tough. He yeah. can handle it. 
I love that. And I agree with you. Some people came on the podcast and they say, yes, men, including men, some guys that I interviewed, they're like, yes, we are very intimidated. And then some experts say, no, that's baloney. But I agree with your answer. The right guy for you, the right guy for me will not be intimidated by what we do. It's as simple as that, right? And if they are, then maybe they're not the right guy. No, because <laughs> That's great. I, and you know, and I, you know, I, my husband was a big thing, and and you know, I, I, I would never want anyone to feel bad, but I don't want to be with someone that's like intimidated exactly. by a ghost. I or, know. You know. Or my past. That's what I say, girls. You cannot be with anybody that is intimidated by your work or tries to change you don't your want work. To your light. Right. You know, yeah. I don't want to, you know, tone down my light. I know you want to have a supportive partner. I'm Russian, so it's like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know you want to have a supportive partner. Period. Right, supportive partner, and that's it. Right. You just want, you know, I don't want to have to make myself feel like less successful, less. Love it. You know, I'm loud. I laugh a lot. I, you know, you know, and if someone can't handle I love it. I am looking at your the Instagram of your brand. It's called Pretty Girl Makeup. I can't wait to try some. They are organic, vegan, cruelty-free, everything that I love. I love, love, love using organic products, so I got to try some. Thank you. Amazing. Yeah. And so that's uh, the. – I'm going to put everything on my Insta, guys, if you want to follow her work. So it's Pretty Girl Makeup – and then your Instagram is Christina Fleck Makeup. You do professional makeup, right, Christina? I do. I have agents. Um, Listen, we got to get together. Yeah, what a fun, fun work. I've worked yeah. with the gazillion makeup artists and I love it. I don't know how to do makeup on myself. I love makeup, but I think it's a phenomenal art. And I hope we get together like in the same place so we can <laughs> we can that. do a collab. So if you come to LA, For let sure. me know. And if yeah, I go I up there, you're awesome. I work down there a lot. I shoot commercials. I shoot TV shows. Oh, I'm always there. So I'm awesome. Yeah. So let me know. And then maybe we can do another episode when we are in the same town. It was amazing. I really admire your strength. Congratulations, congratulations on your work. Congratulations you. on all the charity, all the causes you and your, your son are helping. And congratulations on having a fabulous relationship. I think you're proof that um, anybody can do it over, uh, get over grief. Anybody can rebuild their lives, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Amazing. You know, I mean, again, you're not getting over grief. You're just learning how to maneuver it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You still get sad, as you yeah. know, and there's still, you know, something will trigger. And But I really try to just have, be grateful for the time I had with him and my son and, and just think of them both with loving memories. And that's all I can do yeah. because I can't think of anything negative or if there's just no point. And you know what? I don't think anyone wants to be around anyone that is just so true yeah all the time yeah the no better place. And no I'm, it's not I, 
Yeah. It is so important to me every day to make the world a better place and make people feel good. I mean, being a makeup artist, that's the deal. You're not just, you're making someone look great, but you need to make them feel great on the inside because they're going to look so much better on camera if they're feeling, you know, happy and feel good. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And by the way, guys, this is what I always say. When you see us doing a photo shoot or doing a, doing a video or doing the podcast, you don't know what the person is going through in private. So, you know, be careful before judging, right? I'm like... <clears throat> oh, you'd be shocked. I, I, I know. I'm so grateful. I have not had that experience. I've had nothing but people being very oh, thank goodness. Kind, loving and supportive of to me. And, Amazing. Um, you know, again, it's it's not fair to judge anyone because you yeah. don't know what exactly. this is what you're seeing and what we're putting out there. Yes. This is what I want you to see. Yes. You're not seeing what is around sometimes when I'm, you know, sad yeah. and crying and life's tough. Right? There you go. That is so true. Christina, this was such a pleasure. Thank you so, Thank so, you so much. much for having me. And I really so hope, fun. seriously, when you come to LA, let's do another one because this was yeah. so quick and I have so many more questions. And maybe we can do like over a makeup session and talk sure. about makeup and I beauty. And we can do before and after. Yeah, yes, great. And I know the girls are going to send a gazillion questions for you. So I hope you come back soon. <laughs> Thank you. So you. That was amazing. Day. And I'll see you guys on Friday. Christina Fleck, I'm going to put her handles with the videos of this podcast on my social media so you guys can follow her. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you.